Hello and welcome to Get Involved Referee, the podcast that gets you to the heart of refereeing and the big decisions in Scottish football. With me, Lindsay Heron and Stephen Conroy, our special guest this evening, and David McDonald, who's been getting plenty of reaction from the fans. My goodness, it could have been arguably the, the most explosive VAR weekend of the season, Steve. Everyone seems to be up in arms. Dundee United and Kilmarnock have complained to officialdom. They're not happy with the big decisions that went against them in their games. Celtic fans complaining about Rangers decisions at Fur Park. Rangers fans complaining about Celtic decisions at Celtic Park. It's all going bonkers. A magnificent choice of phrase, Lindsay. Everybody up in arms. <laughs> uh, and we'll, we'll discuss that later on. Without a shadow of a doubt, it's the most controversial, the most worrying, mm-hmm. um, but certainly the most explosive weekend of VAR when we've got things to talk about in each and every game. Some good, sadly the vast majority bad and some inexplicable. How alarming is that though? Because we're now, what, uh, four or five months into it? Was it October we started, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Just before the break, um, now we're three or four months into it and we don't seem to be getting any better. It seems to be getting worse. No, we're we're certainly not getting any better. It's debatable whether we're getting worse, but it's certainly not getting any better. And we all agree that there would be teething troubles to sort out. The things that worry me uh, about it is that in each incident that we'll talk about, well, maybe each of them, but certainly the vast majority of them, there's nothing wrong with the technology. The technology has shown plain, clear, Mm -hmm. simple Mm -hmm. what has happened. It's been our interpretation of it. And even more so, sometimes that some of the decisions that the ref on the, the field makes and I was a ref on the field I've made mistakes the whole point of having VAR there is to get me out of a hole of my own making yep. and we've just we've not done that this weekend and some of them are just totally inexplicable but, but maybe we'll just start on the on the big ones um, that were that have caused the most controversy and that would be Dundee United and Kilmarnock we don't normally lead off with these guys so often but they're the clubs that have actually taken their case to the SFA and they're wanting answers, Steve. The big one for Dundee United, the bottom of the table, Jim Goodwin trying to keep them alive in the Premiership and a, a big, big penalty call goes against him. Now, not only that, the referee didn't give it. It was it was a VAR decision, wasn't it? And you've looked at it and you can't understand it. No, I don't, I don't understand it. And um, I know Des, it's a, maybe a bit of a bit of a mixed blessing Des isn't here tonight and he's, he's lost his voice that would have been a Brucey bonus if he'd been here <laughs> but it's Des's bugbear the diving mm-hmm. that that was a dive pure and simple he cheated now we're talking about Curtis Main here yes, and the, the, ball, the ball's the, going the, out of the, the box I, and, yep. and it, now, it, uh, it, it doesn't matter where the ball's going it's, it's if you sure. do the player yep but there wasn't there wasn't a foul. There was no contact. There was there was no attempt at contact. Mm-hmm. And the guy went down. And I hate the phrase uh, like he's been shot with everything that's going on in the world. But he did go down as if he was shot, mm-hmm. and he cheated. Now again, I've made mistakes. Uh, ref and Des has made mistakes. Ref and I think Craig simply just missed that, called it wrong. These things happen. But for VAR to have a look at it and not even call him to the the monitor, yeah, I have no explanation for that. You're now you're now basically cheating VAR. Curtis Main has managed to cheat VAR. Yes. For years, you know, players have managed to con referees to get opponents red cards or to get themselves a penalty. VAR was brought in to eliminate that. Curtis Main has managed to literally get a penalty by cheating VAR. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it just emphasises the whole cheat scenario. It's it's appalling. And it's not the only one that we'll talk about today. He should be utterly ashamed of himself. And, you know, managers, teams, uh, pundits... Supporters are all very quick to come out and criticise other teams, especially managers. I haven't heard anybody from uh, from St Mirren coming out and saying that that was a dive. Um, and it would maybe be a sea change if mm-hmm. somebody was to come out and say, I, my, my guy, it doesn't help Dundee United, but if they were to come out and say, my guy cheated 
today mm-hmm. uh, and it'll be the last time it happens in my team yeah it would make a change wouldn't it it doesn't happen very often you're quite right I'm racking my brains one from memory would be the, the, the Kyle Lafferty one against Celtic where he feigned a headbutt and Walter Smith called him out publicly and, and actually banned him uh, from the team Look, it, you know, I think he got a subsequent ban for simulation, did, uh-huh. didn't he? Find him, sorry, I beg your yeah. pardon. He find him. So it doesn't happen very often, you're quite right. No, not at all. Um, and same as uh, we said last week with Hitati. Yeah. That, I, in my opinion, if, if it's missed on the day, and it was, mm-hmm. retrospectively, that should be a, at least a two-game ban. So the same as Hitati last week, mm-hmm. he should be banned for two games. It must be embarrassing for the SFA, <clears throat> surely, to watch these incidents back when they're being barraged with, with you know, with um, complaints from the clubs in question, what are they going to say to Dundee United? Do you think <laughs> when they, when they're asking for information? In my experience, nothing. <laughs> I have absolutely no idea what they're they're saying behind closed doors. It, they surely, to God, can't be happy with it, mm-hmm. and they have to come up with an explanation for you know why these things happen. It's a clear explanation from from Craig. And again, I'm going to say I've, I've made the same mistakes. He he missed it. Mm-hmm. But the whole point of having Val there is that somebody else gets a technological view on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and we've miscalled it. It's not that we missed it on VAR. Yeah. We've miscalled it. Even even if they come out and do apologise and say, look, we apologise, you know, VAR has not been as efficient as what it should have been in this situation. That doesn't compensate Dundee United, who are currently sitting bottom of the league in 22 points, who are entering into a relegation battle if they're not already in that stage at this moment in the season. Mm-hmm. That doesn't compensate them. So, Lindsay, you've you've been in Scottish football for a long time. I don't want to say how many years, because it'll probably give away your age. <laughs> But have you ever experienced or do you remember your past events with the SFA, you know, similar situations to this, obviously we're talking about VAR, where clubs have been penalised for certain incidents and how the SFA have dealt with it? I, I've only, I can only remember disciplinary matters, David. I can't remember any on-field situations where they've, um, they've taken action against clubs or or. Or uh, they've certainly never re- replayed matches or anything like that for decisions. Once the decision's made, you can't overturn it. It's, it's finished. Yeah, it's done. And it doesn't help United. But if the SFA were to come out and say, Do you know, there's something amiss with our interpretation of technology. It mm-hmm. doesn't help you today, Mr Goodwin. Mm-hmm. But we'll ensure, we'll do our damnedest to make sure that that's, that's not repeated. Again, it's no recompense for, for what happened at the weekend but surely the acknowledgement that I, something's gone amiss and we, we will do what we can to uh, to make sure it never happens again Is there a financial compensation there? Because at the end of the day the clubs are paying for this I mean if, if you, you you know you pay for any service at all if you don't get the, the level of service whatever it is you're expecting then you get compensated is there a compensation package there for, for clubs t- when, they're, when they're on the receiving end of this? That's a very interesting point I suppose you could you could draw the parallel with the COVID decision when they sent Partick Thistle down to uh, mm-hmm. you know the League One from the Championship because when the season hadn't finished and they had a game in hand and they, they sought some legal advice in that instance and got nowhere Steve so I don't know if, if, if Dundee United for example would suffer the same consequence but you make a very good point it, it could be I mean what's going to cost them up to a million quid if they get relegated if they get relegated but the other side of that um, and just you know i, I I can't argue with with what you've said, but a lot of it, and that one wasn't, but a lot of the decisions are going to be down to a matter of opinion. Mm-hmm. So if Dundee United are saying, I want, you know, for that game, I don't know what they pay. Um, we know it's a sliding scale. Yeah. If they pay eight grand for that, that day, do I get my eight grand back? But that might have been one of those dodgy, you know, clashes. Is it a football contact? Is it a hack? 
mm-hmm. and you, you give it one way or the other mm-hmm. and they don't like it mm-hmm. you know you can't get your eight grand back for that but we'll give you it back for this it's yeah I, I can't argue with the the basis of what you're saying but I, I don't see how it would be practical we simply need to increase the level of service that we're currently paying for to yeah. get VAR clearly the, the, the amount of cameras that they're using the camera operators no disrespect to them I don't know who they are but clearly they're not getting the same views that we're getting from live footage from photographers and so forth I mean that's a classic example there's no way that VAR has made that decision based on one of the camera angles that I've seen because you can blatantly clearly see that he's I'm not. I don't want to say there's not been any contact, but there's definitely never been enough contact ever for for him to fall over. No, like, I, I keep saying it. If that level of contact puts a fit, healthy young athlete down, then he needs checked medically. It's there's no <laughs> way around it. He cheated, plain and simple. Perhaps even worse than that one was the was the handball at Kilmarnock that was missed by the on-field referee Chris Graham, I believe, was mm. it? And then completely missed by VAR as well. Guys, I mean, frightening. Andy Considine's jumping up there like Joe Jordan in 1977 down at Anfield, for all the, those of an older persuasion. <laughs> you're show, you're showing your age now, Lindsay. <laughs> I was going to say, there's another hint. I, I didn't give you age. away. <laughs> and uh, on an aside of that, I can't remember who it was, was saying that he, he was speaking to the, the, the ref for that uh, Wales-Scotland game and he swore blind at it was still a Wales hand. <laughs> so Wales obviously were playing in blue with the big umbro thing down their, exactly. their sleeve. No, that, uh, no, no idea. And I'm stumbling over my words. If anything, that's even worse <laughs> than than Craig's. Again, we can all make mistakes as, as on-field refs. It looked to me as if the ref had a clear view of it. We, we, again, we can all make mistakes. He called that wrong. But for VAR, not even to have a review of it, I lost for words. Completely lost for words. I, I, I'm sorry, I just had to say, I was going to say, Derek McInnes is pretty magnanimous after the game. I mean, if, uh, he wasn't quite doing a Marco Silva and uh, screaming up and down the touchline to get a red card, but he'd probably think he could be entitled to because he was denied another goal for a handball, which we don't think was a handball, and he had one given against him, didn't he? From all, all the... And he probably won't remember because, again, it was that long ago. All, all my dealings with, with Derek when I was refing him and uh, refing him when he was a, a manager... He, I never had a problem with him. He never lost his temper, never spoke out a turn, was always always polite. He could give an opinion that mm-hmm. might differ from yours, but he was never out of order, in inverted commas. It, that must have taxed every ounce of decency that he had. If I was a Kilmarnock supporter over the weekend, I'd be seething. What, what was the conversation look like at uh, Hamden Park on a Monday morning, Steve, with that? When, again, you know, you, you're not privy to that conversation, but what do you think the conversation looked like at Hamden Park off the back of that because that's probably the most blatant handball we've seen yet I mean he's jumped up his hand's fully extended he's mm-hmm. hit the ball away he's admitted it himself what's the conversation? I mean did, is it a case of who was on VAR that day? Okay what were you doing at that time? Are you nicking out to get a pie? I mean <laughs> what, what happened? There would have to be strong words there really would have to be again the ref has made a mistake he's he's missed it on, yeah. on the field but I mean yeah. I've seen the camera angle view he had a great yeah, absolutely great angle to see that yep so that's the first mistake mm-hmm. but then VAR which has been introduced to you know help these clear and obvious errors mm-hmm. that, that's the whole the whole point of the thing and if it's not doing that what is the, the point but again and there's no explanation a mistake's a mistake we've all made them and sometimes you, you look at your mistakes and think what the hell did I see there he made a made a mess of that, and he'll be he'll be marked on that accordingly. But he gets one uh, one sight at it, split split second view 
So he's obviously not seen what everybody else has seen and these things happen, it's a mistake. But for VAR, who can look at it, mm-hmm. I mean, we've seen it, you know, four minutes, seven minutes, but he looks at it, looks at it, looks at it and decides that there's nothing in that and it doesn't need reviewed. No explanation at all. Do you think VAR are now backing up the referees? I mean, because we said a few weeks ago in the podcast that is VAR now refereeing our games? Because it certainly gave that look about it. Do you think now VAR's going, okay, we need to back up the referees? The referees, good, good sight they are. Ah, he's made a decision. I'm not going to overrule him. I would hope not. Um, and again, well, it's, I was going to contradict myself in some of the, the more 50-50 ones. Mm-hmm. But again, 50-50 VAR shouldn't be involved because it's a clear and obvious. Yep. But if I'm VAR and I see that, mm-hmm. It doesn't matter how how pally I am with the ref. It's me and we're here talking about it. Mm-hmm. I'm getting slaughtered for for making that decision, and I'm I'm sorry, mate. You you made the mistake. I'm not going down with you. The 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 pair of them must be cringing all day today. They're going to be at their work. They are going to be taking dogs abuse all day. Um, and var no, you, you yeah, you back up your mates, you back up your colleagues, but not if it's going to mean that you go down with a sinking ship. Yeah, absolutely. And Crawford Allen's under under scrutiny here, isn't he? He's really got to. He hasn't said anything, Steve. He's I'm never heard a word. Um, he's got to come out. And, is this not the perfect moment? We keep saying it, but is this not the ideal moment to say, "Look, we've had a bad weekend. We're going to talk to the Lions. We're going to try and sort things out." Absolutely. He was on. What was it? The nine once um, mm-hmm. that that we heard. Not not a word since. It, and it makes pro- more problems for themselves, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. You, know, it, it you just can't understand it. And that, just going on from Curtis Main, uh, I know you've got a, you've, you're quite s- strong on the a big in- incident at Fur Park in the the Motherwell Rangers match, um, where you think Todd Cantwell is guilty of simulation as well and should be facing the same type of uh, punishment. Uh, absolutely, he cheated. Now it's debatable whether you think that the uh, the Motherwell defender w- was guilty of an offence in that one. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a red card. It wasn't. It wasn't violent, wasn't yep. excessive force. Mm-hmm. Um, was it reckless? Maybe. Um, do a, a, a dog leash, maybe he's eye, maybe he's not. <laughs> but he put his hand on him. It, to me, it looked as though he placed it very gently on him. Just sort of pushing yeah. away. But, you know, in, in the, the Chris Sutton days, what was it? He used to say he was just he was just marking his territory. Mm-hmm. That, that, that seemed to be the extent of it for me. But in this day and age, certainly, if you raise your hands, you're, you're taking the chance. So I don't have an issue one way or the other. I wouldn't have cautioned him, personally. I don't have an issue with him being cautioned for that. And if he is, then it's then it's a, a red card. He's off. Mm-hmm. The player went down disgracefully. Yep. If we're saying that the St Mirren one was a cheat, Mr Cantwell was every bit as much of a cheat, the same as Mr Hatati last week was a cheat. It's disgusting. It's disgraceful. And he's conning and cheating every single one of us he should get the same two match ban as everybody else not holding back there Steve eh? <laughs> just going for it in the night you told me <laughs> but listen it's not great for the game like you've just immediately highlighted three in the space of a week oh. and with, there have been others in the earlier part of the season um, and no action's been taken is it? no none and I, I remember us saying earlier on in the season that these things weren't as bad here as they were on the continent <laughs> not so but, sure I, I, I admit being proved wrong, but by God, the past couple of weeks, it's been appalling. And again, we don't hear anybody coming out and criticising uh, the reaction there. The big VR, VAR incident at uh, Fur Park was the, the third goal that Rangers scored, where VAR said that Fashion Sakala was onside and one of the Motherwell defenders was was marginally in front of him. Uh, and they've tried to sh- explain it by putting the two lines on their screen, but 
to all intents and purposes, I think we all felt that Sakala was further ahead. There, there's absolutely no doubt he was further ahead. Mm. Um, and I know officially that they'll try and say that the bit of the Motherwell defender that was online was his shoulder, you know, this made-up uh-huh. T-shirt line. Yep. They'll try and say that it was that part of his arm. Contradicting myself, it's not his arm, it's his shoulder. shoulder. Um, <laughs> they'll try and say it was that part of his anatomy that was, that was online. Mm-hmm. Nonsense. Rangers defender was further advanced and it doesn't matter if it's his toenail, it doesn't matter if it's his whole foot, mm. he was further advanced and it was actually quite a joke, the line that they drew. It was like using uh, a marker pen. <laughs> he could have been in the halfway line virtually uh, going, going by that that line. He, he was offside. That's quite strange to see, isn't it? I mean, the technology is supposed to be there, it's supposed to be calibrated to the highest specification with Hawkeye and that's, that seems to be a glaring error. Certainly didn't look it. Is there the same company in Scotland that do it down for the English Premier League? I believe Hawkeye do it in England as well. Yeah, yeah. but but maybe there's a, a different, a sliding scale of specifications, like you say on the equipment. I don't know. I mean, it must be because it, I mean, it's hard to say when you look at the still image. It's or for the camera image that we had. Mm-hmm. He's offside. Mm-hmm. You, you would literally you would bet him money on that that he's offside. Then they draw the lines and you're going, oh, well, clearly I was wrong. He was clearly onside. But then the more you look at it, you then go, mm, actually, do you know what? I don't believe in them lines neither. Mm-hmm. But they're not HD. You, you know, you yep. don't get uh-huh. to zoom right in. I mean, down south, they're calling off sides and toenails, right? We we couldn't do that. Our image quality is that bad that we probably couldn't call off an offside with a foot. But they also do a graphic, don't they, David? So we're from above and the side and, and everything. Yeah. In the English Premier League, we don't have that uh, specification. No, so we don't it's have. obviously a lower a lower end product. Yeah, so I mean, let's bin it. Let's bin the product until we're in a financial position to the better quality product because we're not getting it and it's ruining the game. I mean, Rangers might have gone on to win that game. Who knows? But the the match was 2-2 at that point. So if that match ends in 2-2, you know, Celtic are are pretty much going to win the league anyway. But that's that would definitely make it over the hill and far away. Oh yeah, that, that's that's the end of any debate if oh. uh, if Rangers don't win that one. It, we're not at the stage where we should be binning the technology because as we've talked about in the vast majority of them, the te- technology works. It's our interpretation <clears throat> that's glaringly wrong. And that one, yeah, you couldn't tell any, anything by that line and it's up there with a the squiggly line that we, we drew <laughs> uh, a few weeks ago. But, and I, I can hear people, uh, you know, you can, you can hear them in, in your ear right now. My opinion, that was offside. But the benefit of the doubt is meant to go with the attacker. Sure. And, I'm, and I'm contradicting myself. Uh-huh. If there's any doubt in that, mm-hmm. then the Rangers player should be allowed to go on and they subsequently scored. Personal opinion is that there wasn't any doubt, there wasn't any debate in that he was offside. Mm-hmm. Very interesting, very intriguing. I suppose that the, the only one uh, side of VAR, uh, there's still some debate about it, but and there were three big calls at Celtic Park um, and you think they were all spot on. So first of all, a red card for Ellie Yuan, the hip striker. Uh, yellow for a big a challenge on Carl Star- Carl uh, Carl Starfelt. If I could get my teeth back in, um, where he goes catches him in the shin quite high, and then the second one where Carter Vickers dives in, he picks his boot up and catches the mm-hmm. Celtic man on the head. Two yellows for you. Uh, he should be sent off. Put it that way. Okay. I think the first one was reddish. <laughs> uh, what is it Des says a high tariff yellow orange uh, he was he was in my opinion lucky that he wasn't sent off for the first one right so no no, no debate that eventually he was sent off no debate whatsoever and I know they're saying oh Carter Vickers is you know, whatever 7 foot 10 a man mountain yeah it doesn't matter if somebody boots you in the head um, <laughs> it's a yellow card 
um, the, the player was reckless, didn't pay due regard to the, the player's safety okay. and put his safety at risk. No, no question at all. Is the player not entitled to go for the ball when he's on the ground? I mean, Carter Vicker you know, is equal in that. He's going down to try and get the ball. Aye. The player's already on the ground. I mean, is he not entitled to go and kick the ball? I can understand if it's high foot, if he's really launched himself up in the air. Nope, he paid no regard. He put the safety of the player at risk. Now, it so, doesn't matter if you're six foot ten and you're going down, you're stooping down to head the ball. It's it's wrong. It's an offence if somebody boots you in the head while they do it. There we go. Learn something new every day. Thank you, Steve. You're very, very welcome. Two penalty calls. The first one, Paul Hallen's getting his shirt pulled by Starfelt. Not spotted at the time, but VAR got that one spot on. Absolutely. Uh, an example of what VAR's there for. Yep. Uh, again, backing up Stephen, I, I didn't see a penalty. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody did, but that's what VAR's there for. And it, it's not as if it was one of the you know grey areas, 50-50. It was, it was blatant. It was a pure and simple, t- <laughs> an attempt to take his shirt off. <laughs> so I, VAR, was perfectly entitled to get involved in there and did it correctly. That's how it's meant to work. And co- if, uh, coincidentally, Hanlon involved in the other penalty area in his own box, uh, uh, you know, judged to have pulled down Carter Vickers to give Celtic a penalty. Yep, same scenario. Trying to remove his jumper again. Um, <laughs> yeah, no no debates at all. That's how the team is meant to work. So a tough weekend uh, for the officials in general. What's the, what's the way forward, Steve? What could we do from here? The way forward, it's up to the SFA. I don't believe that this is a, a reflection of VAR. Because the technology, all the ones we've talked about, the pictures are there. It's right in your face. We've seen what's right and what's wrong. It's our interpretation of it. We're making the mistakes. So somebody has to sit down and, you know, it's, it's bad enough refs making mistakes. But again, I've, I've been there. I've made those mistakes. And that doesn't mean that you're good, bad. It means on that particular day you've called something wrong. But VAR, God knows what they do to get guys to sit down and mm-hmm. look at that and say... How did you talk me through your thought process that you didn't think Andy Considine was a penalty? Exactly. How do you, how do you train how do you train a referee for that? Because Considine literally slam dunks. I mean, <laughs> that's pretty much what he's doing in that situation. So, like you say, you sit the referee and go, "Okay, explain to me why you thought that was not a penalty." Because I think if you can sit with any football fan, I'm going to say, or sit with thousands of them, I'm going to say over 99 percent of football fans are going to go, "That's a penalty." I'm, I'm so I'm, somebody that's in charge of a game mm-hmm. gets given that opportunity to watch it back, then decides, nah, it's not a penalty. I'm guessing that they can only think that the uh, Kilmarnock defender has headed the ball rather than Andy's grabbed it, with, uh, sorry, stopped it with his arm. I, I, can, I can only guess that's what I still, think. I still think he was away for a pie. That's the only explanation <laughs> that I've got in my head why he's managed to miss that. Oh, but the even then, he dropped out or something. <laughs> His eye broke again. But the, the queue, if you're in the VIP queue uh, for the pie at Kelly, it doesn't take you seven minutes and we've done seven minutes before for, uh, for a VAR decision. N- no explanation. But you need to sit down with that, with, with that guy. And I've, I've read his name, but um, no offence to him. I, I, I don't know him. Um, but somebody has to sit down with him. And the first instance is to say, do you think you got that wrong? And, and you start there. I can understand the SFA wanting to protect referees. Totally and utterly get that, right? And at the end of the day, anybody in a normal profession, right, company directors or, you know, the heads of departments don't normally come out in publicly and go, yeah, my employee is shit today. This is a disciplinary action he's going to receive. I'm not asking for that to happen. But they have to be transparent and say, look, we know we've got some of these decisions fundamentally wrong, but this is what we are doing yeah. In the meantime, yeah. while we still continue with VAR to improve it so we continue to get better, there's nothing 
not a thing. No. No. It's like we're just nobody's. Like Scottish football fans are nothing. They want the money when it's, it's good and well, but they don't want to be transparent with us. And you get teams like Dundee United who that two points lost could come back to haunt them at the end of the season. I agree with absolutely everything that you've said and each and every one of us. But every time that this happens and we hear nothing from the SFA, we are all being treated with contempt. And there's there's no other no other way around it. It's it's completely contemptuous to not come out and even say, and you don't need to name the guys. We, we all know the, the games that have been involved. Mm. If they come out and say, look, we've we've had a howler this weekend and we need to do something about it, fine. Because again, I'll, I'll keep stressing, I've made the mistakes. Obviously, I didn't make the VAR mistakes because no. I wasn't there. Yeah. But I've made those mistakes. And let me tell you, I get pulled up. But it's the same guys get the same games every week. International break coming up, chaps. We're going to have a couple of weeks until the Premiership gets back into operation. Let's hope they've got their ducks in a row by then, Steve. Maybe not all of them, or we've got nothing to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a difficult time for our referees and our officials. And uh, Crawford, if you're out there, let us know what's happening. We'll see you next time on Get Involved Referee. <laughs> <laughs>